name we worship amen good morning brothers and sisters i welcome us to today's devotion on high on sharpens high on we continue with our reading from the book of hebrews today we'll be reading chapter 7 and chapter 8 from the contemporary english version i read meshizedek was both king of salem and priest of god's most high it was the one who went out and gave Abraham his blessing when Abraham returned from killing the kings. Then Abraham gave him a tenth of everything he had. The meaning of the name Meshizedek is king of justice. But since Salem means peace, he is also king of peace. We are not told he had a father or mother or ancestors or beginning or end. He is like the Son of God and will be a priest forever. Notice how great Meshizedek was. Our famous ancestor Abraham gave him a tenth of what he had taken from his enemies. The Lord teaches that even Abraham's descendants must give a tenth of what they have possessed, and they are to give this to their own relatives who are the descendants of Levi and a priest. Although Meshizedek wasn't a descendant of Levi, Abraham gave him a tenth of what he had. Then Meshizedek blessed Abraham, who had been given God's promise. Everyone agrees a person who gives a blessing is greater than the one who receives the blessing. 8. Priests are giving a tenth of what people earn, but all priests die except Melchizedek, and the scripture teach that he is alive. Levi's descendants are now the ones who receive a tenth from people. We could even say that when Abraham gave Melchizedek a tenth, Levi also gave him a tenth. This is because Levi was born later into the family of Abraham, who gave a tenth to Meshizedek. 11. Even though the law of Moses says the priest must be, must be descendant of Levi, those priests cannot make anyone perfect. So there needs to be a priest like Meshizedek, rather than one from the priestly family of Aaron. And when the rules for selecting a priest are changed, the law must also be changed. 13. The person who we are talking about is our Lord, who came from a tribe that had never had anyone to serve as a priest at the altar. Everyone knows he came from the tribe of Judah, and Moses never said priests would come from that tribe. All of this becomes clearer when someone who is like Meshizedek is appointed to be a priest. 
that person wasn't appointed because of his ancestors hmm. but because his life can never end the scripture says about him you are a priest forever just like Meshidezek. Mm, hallelujah. 18. In this way, a weak and useless command was put aside because the law cannot make anything perfect. At the same time, we are given a much better hope and it can bring us close to God. 20. God himself made a promise when his priest was appointed, but he did not make a promise like this when the other priests were appointed. The promise he made is, Hi, the Lord promised that you will be a priest forever, and I will never change my mind. Hallelujah. 22. This means that Jesus guarantees us a better agreement with God. There have been a lot of other priests, and all of them have died. But Jesus will never die, and so he will be a priest forever. He is forever able to save the people he leads to God, because he always lives to speak to God for them. 26. Jesus is a high priest we need. He is holy and innocent and faultless, and not at all like us sinners. Jesus is honored above all beings in heaven and he is better than any other high priest. Just, Jesus doesn't need to offer sacrifices each day for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He offered a sacrifice once for all when he gave himself. 28, the last verse. The law appoints priests who have weaknesses. But God promised, which came later than the law, appoint his son, and he is a perfect high priest forever. Amen. Chapter 8. What I mean is, we have a high priest who sits at the right side of God's great throne in heaven. He also serves as a priest in the most holy place, inside the real tent there in heaven. This tent of worship was set up by the Lord, not by humans. Since all priests must offer gifts and sacrifices, Christ also needed to have something to offer. If he were here on earth, he would not be a priest at all, because here the Lord appoints other priests to offer sacrifices. But the tent where they serve is just a copy and a shadow of the real one in heaven. Before Moses made the tent, he was told, be sure to make it exactly like the pattern you were shown on the mountains. Now Christ has been appointed to serve as a priest in a much better way, and he has given us much assurance of a better agreement. 7. If the first agreement with God had been all right, there would not have been any need for another one. But the Lord found fault with it and said, I tell you the time will come when I will make a new agreement with the people of Israel and the people of Judah. 
It will be like the agreement that I made with their ancestors. When I looked them by the hand, when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt, they broke their agreement with me and I stopped caring about them. But now I tell the people of Israel, this is my new agreement. The time will come when I, the Lord, will write my laws on their hand, on their minds and art. I will be the, I will be their God and they will be my people. Not one of them will have to teach another to know me, their Lord. All of them will know me, no matter who they are. I will treat them. I will treat them with kindness, even though they are wicked. I will forget their sins. 13, the last verse. When the Lord talks about a new agreement, it means that the first one is out of date and anything that is old and useless will soon disappear. Amen. 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 In Jesus name. Um, Oh, people of God, um, today I think I just have two um, highlights for us. Um, from chapter 7, you know, when we read about Meshizedek, right? And um, we call him um, King of Justice or King of Peace. Uh, but what really struck me in this chapter is, you know, when they talked about, you know, it wasn't from the family, it wasn't a, a Levi, and he was still appointed a priest, he was given a tent. And what this means is that, see, it doesn't matter where you come from. When God wants to use, it doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter your history. It doesn't matter your mistakes. When God is ready, when God chose you, when he calls you, when he anoints you, he won't look at where you're coming from or the son or daughter of whom you are, the family you came from your mistake, your weaknesses. God doesn't look at that. So don't, because sometimes we easily write ourselves off that I don't think I can be this person, I can have this, I can I ever be known as this, and you know, I can never have success, I can never go beyond a, a life of mediocrity. You know, we quickly you know, write ourselves off. But the life of Meshit Zedek told us is an example to tell us that God can use us and can call us anytime. Right. So I want us to hold on to that. And you know, the new agreement in chapter 8 that God made for us, you know, to our ancestors, um, if you look at it from the uh, place of verse 10, you know, he said, but now I tell the people of Israel, which is like, this is my new agreement. He said, this time, I, the Lord, you know, he said, I will write my laws on your minds and hearts. How do we get this? Because so when God, I said, it will be your God and you will be his people. The only place God can write this law in our mind and heart is in the place of fellowship. That is why, you know, yesterday I mentioned that we need to know God beyond just going to church. We need to know God beyond what people are saying to us. We need to know God beyond what I am sharing with us here every morning. You need to know God by digging deep in his word, fellowshipping with God, 
one-on-one. Know your father and listen to him. Open your heart because that's where he can write all of his laws on your mind so you won't forget. You cannot hear God's voice in the place of noise, in the place of worry, doubt, disobedience. No. So I encourage us, brethren, God has given us this law. He has made this new agreement with us. But he wants to speak to you as his people so he can be your Lord in truth. Give yourself to fellowship. Invite the Holy Spirit in your heart. Tell him you want to know him more. You want to hear his voice more. You want to live in his truth. And you want to live to please him. And I pray the Lord will help you. The Lord will strengthen you. And he will uphold you with his right hand in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a beautiful day, people of God. And I'll see us tomorrow by God's grace. Bye for now.